0: All right. All right. Welcome to the first broadcast of the first episode of the Market Movers podcast, where we interview experts in their market and watch how they're making moves and we learn from them. So our first guest on our first episode is Mike Nicola of the Nicola Real Estate Group. He's the team lead and the broker owner of this group. Mike, welcome in.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Yes, I'm sir. Privilege to be here been a long time coming so i appreciate you making this happen
0: yeah it has it has been a long time it coming yeah. <laughs> that's for sure busy schedules you know how it is in our business yeah. but um so yeah so mike um obviously i consider you a market mover you've definitely you. been in the business for for a while now 20 plus years Yeah, yeah. um it's been making moves for a long time so uh definitely wanted to get you on here learn from you learn about you and um that way, people can learn as well. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm definitely, obviously, 20 years in the business, there's going to be some value that you can provide to the people out there um, and learn more about the team. You know, the, the Nicola group, we've been working with each other for now for about, what, a year, year and a half, maybe?
1: Yeah, if not longer, man, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the biggest reason why, I mean, I think we click is because of um, your core values. Yeah. And I think that's something that I definitely want to touch on on this podcast and this episode. But you know to start off give us a little give us a little backstory. you know of of your real estate journey. I know twenty years uh a long time so yeah. talk us to talk us through
1: My journey actually starts a lot longer than that and i'll t- I'll tell you uh, I got into this business because my family was into it oh wow. and I can remember when uh I was a young child, one of my first memories is being in the back seat of a realtor's car. they pick up my mom or my dad, and I go with them to house after house after house after house and mm-hmm. and we uh Passed down that from generation to generation, I guess. I mean, right. I, I, I I'm doing it. My sister's doing it.
0: Oh, your sister too. My sister's nice. my sister's
1: into the real estate business as well. It runs in the family blood. It runs in the blood for sure, <laughs> for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I walked in my parents' footsteps, I guess, when it comes to that. Nice. So I got into it 20 plus years ago. I was a property manager back then, mm. and for uh, and just took baby steps to get where I am today. Yeah, and I haven't looked back. That's nice been a man great journey.
0: so so at what point did you kind of decide you know what I'm ready to start? I feel like I'm ready to start my own real estate team, own my own brokerage when when did you kind of make that, that decision? That
1: was a very long path and uh, I'll tell you, originally, as I mentioned, that that realtor that I was sitting in their backseat mm-hmm. um, really became family and mm-hmm. there was never a, a reason to to consider leaving. And not using her and getting my own license and then opening up my own brokerage. It never crossed my mind because Mm. the value add was there. The friendship was there. The trust was there. Right. And unfortunately, for family reasons, she left the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. And um, I was well into being in the industry, not only as property management, but for my own properties as well. And I'm like, okay, let me find someone else. So I found someone else. So, you, sorry, if you own your own properties, I own my own properties oh, back okay. then. I was managing them, and I was managing other properties. So, like, as an well. investor, yeah, as nice. an investor, as okay. a landlord, nice, and some flips, right? And um, went to someone I thought I could trust, mm-hmm. and c- it was a mistake, right? I mean, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I was in Europe for a business trip, and a house hit a market thirty to forty percent undervalued, underpriced of what Uh it could sell at that moment in time with Mm -hmm. no upgrades, and it was too good to be true. Mm -hmm. I called him, and at this point in time, he had signed checks. I trusted him that much. So if I was ever on a business trip, he could uh, fill in the values. It was pre-signed, and we went. And he called me. He's like, this house is perfect. Go. We agreed on a price. We put it in. I got the signed offer, and I landed, went to the house. There was no kitchen. There was no bathroom. It was completely gutted. He never ended up going, and he cared about his short-term goal. Although he had a lot of transactions with me, he just wanted that commission check. Mm. And I said, forget this. I will never put my, my destiny and or my future or that much trust in someone that doesn't deserve it. So I decided that moment to get my own license.
0: Wow. So that's what inspired you to begin your real estate journey. It did.
1: And I'll tell you, it was a blessing and, and, and not so much blessing at the same time, right? I mean, this person I considered a friend. It was over. Right. However, it was a blessing because he started me on this path. Mm. But if he would have had the same integrity as the other agents I've used in the past, I mean, this other agent I was telling you about, she came to my wedding. Well, I mean, she was a family friend. I mean, we talked personal topics numerous times when, when there was when I wasn't in the market or there was no need for a real estate agent, and there was a lot of time that went by. We we called each other just to check in. Hey, how are you? guys you
0: are friends at this point. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And then this person was the complete opposite of that. And I said, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So he put me on the path to be honest with wow. you. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what inspired you to get your real estate license. So obviously that bad experience right. is what got you into the business. So now you got your real estate license and I'm assuming this is probably twenty twenty 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got your real estate license and now you started doing your own transactions.
1: I started to do my own transactions for myself yes. and for my friends. Right. And, um, I was the number one uh, sales, sales, uh, real estate salesperson in the brokerage year mm-hmm. after year. Wow. And I decided to start my own brokerage. Right. And.
0: So that was at a different brokerage, obviously. That was at a different brokerage. So you were yeah. with the same brokerage for, for a while and yeah. you became the top, I was top t- producing.
1: R- year after year. Year after year. Yeah. And I decided with that, I'm like, I, 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 I just naturally wanted to be in charge of my own destiny yeah. And I, I will tell you, I learned a lot from my former broker. Yeah. Great man. He, he taught me and reinstilled certain values that I had. Yeah. Which which for me, and I tell all of my agents, customer first. Yes. Customer always has to come first. This is going to probably be the largest purchase they have made and will probably ever make. And a 3% commission or whatever the commission or the deal out of it is not going to be your driving force to put someone into this large of a transaction, this being the right thing for them and their family has to be your driving factor. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work it's not a fit for our brokerage.
0: I love that. I love that. And so that's, that's a, that's a strong core value of the company.
1: 100% 100%. And I will tell you, um, I don't want to be the biggest brokerage out there. Mm -hmm. I want to be the best. Nice. And And there's a difference, right? And, There have been some agents that's joined our team, and I don't believe that they've shared that values, and I made that very difficult decision to let them go. Mm -hmm. And I've released their license, and because I am not going to risk the brokerage being affiliated with a transaction that, at the end of the day, the customer wasn't handled properly, and that situation that I was in, I'm sorry, is put in again, and the, the agent's interest was put before the client. Yeah. That's an absolute no-go.
0: I love that. I love that. You put your core value, and and this is one of the things that I realized about these big companies and these CEOs of these companies that blow up, right? Right. They put their values over the money. And that's what it seems like is with you. And that's what really lets you grow long-term. Build a a good foundation to where the the company can grow um, long-term. So
1: I love that. And that's why we work so well together. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There are, are more times I've called you at seven, eight, nine o'clock at night on the weekends, mm-hmm. and you answer your phone. Yeah, you're there for our, cost, our clients. Hundred percent. That's what's important.
0: Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, the client, the client is is definitely number one. I mean, that's the only reason. That's the only way you stay in business, right? Yeah. It's like the I always tell people the best form of advertisement. It's not Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. It's word of mouth. Absolutely. Simply word of mouth is the best advertisement. Like the conversion with a client that comes from social media. Versus from a client that I've closed and they've said they referred me to somebody, mm. the trust is there because if this person trusts me, he's giving me another person that is also most likely going to trust me Absolutely. off the bat. Absolutely. So I mean, you definitely—that's that—is one of the biggest core values that I think is what makes your your real estate group successful. I appreciate all day that for Thank sure, you. man. Thank you. What are some other uh, values that you'd say that you kind of live by with the with the brokerage?
1: Well, I I really. Have my personal values that drive me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am I'm would consider myself a God-fearing person. Mm-hmm. And I never want to stand in judgment for something that I did at work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if if I can't do it, if God is in the room, which I believe he would be, I'm not going to do it at work. I'm not going to do it with a client. I'm not going to do it to make a sale. I'm not going to do it to get an agent. I love that. So my, my personal values is what drives me and drives the culture that I try to implement in the bro- brokerage—that's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you just saying that, I kind of already know exactly. Like it paints a whole picture in my mind of honesty, integrity, transparency. You know, it's it's basically all the values that that we live by. I hope you so. Know, being being God fearing yeah. people. Um, so as far as um, your real estate group, what are some success stories of of your real estate group? What are some things that you've kind of Done for your agents and so on.
1: I have a really good one that comes to mind. I'll tell you, uh, I have some part-time agents, some full-time agents. And nice. one of my uh, agents is actually a physician. Okay. And um, a lot of people think doctors will never have a real estate license. And, right. And it's not the case. He does. And he lets people know, everyone he interacts with, hey, I'm an agent, if you ever need help. And he's a physician and he's doing very well. Right. But he's passionate about real estate. He enjoys it. Right. So, he, he does it um, as a hobby on the side, whatever that you want to call it. And one of his colleagues at work went up to him and said, "Hey, I know you're an agent. I'm thinking about buying a house. Will you help me out?" And he sold him a multi-million-dollar home. Wow! And uh, he was very excited about it, not because of the money he made, which was very significant. Yeah. But because he was able to help a colleague. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Yeah, and he's part time. Yeah, and, and he did a great job.
0: And, and you guys, it seems like you guys kind of helped them a lot. I mean, the physicians are busy. I mean, they, they from what I know, busy yeah, people. Yeah. Like I've, I've done physician uh, loans for physicians, and it's like you can't even you right. can't get a hold of them most of the time. So right. We're a family
1: that? at the brokerage. I mean, I, I tell them, I'm not one of these people that once you're capped or if you haven't capped, I, I walk away from you. Like I told you, customer first. Customer first is if you capped. Customer first is if you haven't capped, right? Mm-hmm. And if he needed help, I was there. If nice. he needs me to show homes for him, I'm there. Nice. I mean, customer first. And you are representing the brokerage. You're representing my family name. You're representing our future. And more importantly, you're representing the client. And ultimately, one of the largest financial decisions they're ever going to make. And I I keep repeating that because a lot of agents, once they get used to the job or used to the person, especially if they're an investor, they get um, um, immune to that. They get comfortable. They get very comfortable, and that's very dangerous. That is very dangerous. I don't care if you're buying a $50,000 home or a $500 million home. The service, the commitment has to be the same.
0: Yes, 1,000%. Right. I love that. Yeah, yeah that, that is something that um, I'm sure we've all experienced. When you're doing business with a friend, it's almost like they treat you differently than if they were doing a business with a stranger. Right. Oh, he's my friend. You know, I can... I can slack here. I can slack there. Yeah. He's my friend. You know, we've been friends since high school. He won't, you know, and it's like, if anything, what I've heard, it should be the opposite. Absolutely. When it's your friends or your family, that's when you really go even harder on, on making them ha- like having them with the best experience possible because it's your family. Right. And how fast is word spread between your family? Right. Faster than anything. Right. Because, you know, you do a bad job. I mean, all your uncles, all your, aunt, all your cousins, they'll know when the next family gathering Boy, and it's right. over. Your f- you know? you'll,
1: you'll be the center of the gossip uh, <laughs> column that day, right? In family news. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: So for, for family and friends, that's really where you have to do your best because now that is your first chance at getting your family's business because right. you still have to earn it. Absolutely. Every day is thing.
1: an interview. Every showing is an interview. Every phone call is an interview. Every interaction you have is an interview. and You I have to remember that. And, 100%. And people, again, as you said, get comfortable. Yes. And whether you slack off or not, whether they're family or not, you should be doing your best performance at all time because there's a trust level there. There's a trust when someone comes to you for the, their mortgage, Mm -hmm. the interest rates and and what you're going to bring to the table Mm -hmm. because that can make or break the deal. Yeah. I mean, you, you personally have saved some of our deals with what you were able to do at last minute. Mm -hmm. You pulled your cat out of the hat and it's the same thing with us. We have to make sure that we are performing to the best of our abilities at every single interaction with the co- uh, client, yes, you mislead them, you misspeak, you you say something that's not true, gonna blow up in your face. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's one thing that I learned from my last uh, my last mentor is you have to earn everything. Right. You don't deserve nothing. You don't deserve this realtor's business. You don't deserve this client to use you. You're absolutely. Every right. single phone call, every single interaction, you have to earn the business. Absolutely right. Yeah, and you can't go wrong thinking like that, because you know some some people think the opposite of that. Oh. And then they get mad, you know. Oh, why didn't this client use me? This this guy's wasting my time, and this that. And they get mad at the client Mm -hmm. when you have a lot more freedom when you just say, you know what, it was my fault. I need to get better. I need to earn the business. And what what is the outcome of thinking like that? You only get better. Absolutely, it's only in your benefit to think the way you're saying it. Right. You know, which is something that I love because obviously, with all these things that you're talking about, all these values, Mike, you're the leader of a real estate group. So you coming on here and talking about these values and the way you think, I mean, that just represents everybody else on on the team and sets them up for success. Thank you. You know, so I do think leadership is is a really big deal when it comes to uh, running a team, you know, being a manager, being a broker owner, just because it sets the tone. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, And then that's probably how you do, as far as mentoring and and any like programs, like how do you kind of help a lot of your agents? I know that guy was part-time
1: and I'm sure... I, I, I don't treat part-time or full-time any different. Nice. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back to my, my, my slogan or the, the culture, customer first. Yeah. So my my agent's customers are my customer. Mm-hmm. So if my agent needs support on a Friday night at 10 p.m., I'm answering the phone on a Friday night at 10. If I can't, I'm sending a text saying, listen, I'm in the middle of something. Either text me or give me 20 minutes to step out. Nice. If it's urgent, let me know, and I'll try and get there faster. Mm-hmm. And And... It's not a sales pitch. I'm not trying to talk myself up. I mean, that's that's what we do. Yeah. And I will tell you, I learned that from my first broker. He really set the standard high when it came to support. Nice. I never ha- called him, and he wasn't um, responsive to me. And If I'm going to break off and start my own brokerage, I have to do, at a minimum, better than what I had. Yeah. So, I mean, he set the standard high, to be honest.
0: 100%. Yeah. So, to so some realtors listening out there that, or any really any business, actually, what... What kind of made you feel like you were ready to start your own brokerage? I know that this is probably on somebody's mind listening to this right now, right? I'm thinking about starting my own company. I'm thinking about starting my own brokerage. Or I'm thinking about doing it on my own. What do yeah. you? What tips would you give? Would you give these people?
1: Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I did. First and foremost, I prayed about it a lot. Nice. And um, I was financially ready to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a financial dis- uh, position that I could take that risk cuz it is a risk. You're yeah. you're putting a lot of upfront money up just just to get the name out there, just yeah. to just to start, right? And um, those people are thinking about that. I would tell them if you have the work ethic and the discipline to put in the 80 hours, 100 hours a week and have people I mean, people think you're the broker. You're you're sitting on top of the world, and you're just collecting all this money. You're you're earning every cent that your that the that your client your clients are um, paying, mm-hmm. that your agents are are making. That you're earning it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're answering the phone for your clients now. You're answering phone for agents. You're answering phone phones and questions for beginning agents and whatnot. It's a lot of effort, but if you have the discipline and you know deep down that you do, go for it. Yeah, if you're not going to give customer service out there, you're not going to be dedicated to it. You're going to fail, hundred percent. And and a lot of people think real estate is a, a get quick, a rich quick, um, industry. and It's not. No. Yeah, it, it's really cheap to enter. It really is. You start. You spend a hundred dollars for the class, a couple hundred dollars for the test, and then you have this license. And depending on which way you go, how much you start to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not dedicated and you're not putting the time in and the effort in and you're not hustling, I had an agent tell me I'm embarrassed to go door to door or to make cold calls or to put myself out there. They won't even put themselves out on Facebook saying, hey, I have my license. Let me know. If you're not willing to do that, just the basics. Yeah. Your your competitors are. Right. You're going to fail. You won't last. You're, you're not going to last at all. Yeah. If you're not going to put yourself out there, you're not going to try. You're not going to work hard. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go the extra, not mile, but 10 miles yeah. to establish yourself, make a name for yourself, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. So, 100%.
0: Yeah. A lot of people think um, getting into real estate, number one, let alone being a broker owner is like, like you said, it's 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 easy. If anything, like a lot of people, they get into real estate or even loan officer. I hear this all the time. That People used to come in, they weren't licensed yet as a loan officer. Well, so why do you want to be a loan officer? I ask them and they tell me. Oh, I want work-life balance. You know, I'm working too hard on my company um, with a salary. Um, I'm working 50 hours a week. And I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work for you. No. Because you are feel like you're overworked when you work at a company with a salary, which sometimes I wish I had, right? You know how yep. it is with commission. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some months you don't even know if you're going to make a dollar. Right. And you're working 80 hours a week. Right. So if you can't handle being in a company, making a salary, and now you want to join to be a real estate agent or a loan officer because you think it's going to be a work-life balance.
1: It's the complete opposite. Absolutely. it is. So how many dinners have we had? Oh, my gosh. That, that A house hit the market or an offer is coming in. Marcus, I need a pre-approval right now. you got to stop your family time, mm-hmm. which is really bad. So unless that's absolutely an emergency. Right. But you, there's a lot of sacrifices, and unfortunately your family is going to get the brunt of it. Yes. I mean, this is not... An easy, I'm going to wake up when I want, go to the games when I want, mm-hmm. work a couple hours a week, make all this money. This is not that industry. It's not. You're going to fail. Yeah. You're 100%. going to fail. Yeah. I forgot
0: what the st- statistic is, but I mean, I don't know. What is it like? 60% of agents always fail yep. in their first uh, year. Yes, it is. Between one year or three years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing too is um, patience. I mean, you've been in the business for 20 years. Imagine that I guarantee there's a realtor out there right now. If you're listening to this, I hope this is more of motivation. You're probably in your first year and you're thinking, man, this is so tough. I think I'm going to just quit. And whenever I hear people say that, it's like you're in your first year. Yeah. There are agents that have been in the business for eight, nine years and they're great. Yeah. Right? Like imagine like the biggest name, like you, right? Like imagine if you would have said after your first year, you know what? I'm not, I can't do this you would have never got to where you are now. Right. That untapped potential that you just pushed through. Absolutely. And now now here you are, you know, with, with a real estate team yeah. that, you're, that you're helping and kind of training them and giving all your tips to them.
1: You yeah, know? when it rains, it pours, and when it's bad, it's bad. But when yeah. it's good, it's good. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last two years, the last three years, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Now we're coming into a time where it's slowing down, and I think unless things changes, it's going to be painful. But yeah. those of us who join, those who push through, it's going to get good again. And, exactly, and it's it's going to be the floodgates are going to open,
0: and that's what we're we're, we're going to be there to capitalize. One hundred percent. It's almost like that's your treat for yeah. for pushing through. Here's yeah. finally, you know, here's your uh, here's your treat for for staying in the Absolutely. game throughout Absolutely. that whole time. While the people who quit, um, they're going to be on the sidelines just watching it. Right. And then what do they say? Oh, he got
1: lucky. It's not that he got lucky. <laughs> he persevered. Right. And and he worked hard. Exactly. There are going to be great months, great days, great weeks. And there's going to be longer, terrible weeks, terrible mm-hmm. days, terrible months. Mm-hmm. But if you persevere, it's it's definitely worth it. The payoff, the excitement with your clients. If you're here to make money, it's not the industry for you. Yes. This is a relationship industry. You have to have relationships with your clients, you have to have relationships with your 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 partners. Yes. And you're going to see the payoff. Every closing that you make, yeah. every simple things you find, it's someone a rental house. They're jumping up and down. They have the same joy mm-hmm. that they do when they buy a house. Yeah, right. And and it's very fulfilling and rewarding 100%. if your heart's in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, so Mike, after everything we talked about, what are things that you look for when a realtor is thinking about joining your team?
1: Yeah, uh, what they're driven by. Customer first mentality is a must for us. An absolute must. And, I mean, their core values, I don't care about their belief systems, but they have to believe in transparency, kindness, being patient. I mean, this is an industry you really have to be patient in. I mean, you're not going to – there's some clients you're going to show them one house and, and you're lucky and the deal is successful. I've, my first client, in fact, I think I showed them 70-some houses over a year and a half, period. Well. You have to be patient. And you have to be a team player. You have to work on relationships and respect those relationships and value those relationships from partners like you to your clients, to your potential clients, and even those clients that turned you down mm-hmm. because you never know what will happen tomorrow. And if that f- describes you as a agent or a potential agent, you'd be a perfect fit for us.
0: Beautiful. Mike, thank you so much for joining thank us you. on the Market Movers podcast. Thank you. Yeah, you honor. were the first episode. Thank you. Um, so appreciate you for coming in here, man. And um we'll see you guys on the next one.
1: I appreciate it, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.